Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Tuesday the 23rd of August. And for the day we had another squishy soggy day down 85.1 points to 6,961.8. Down 1.2% closing on its low for the day. Not a great sign there. We opened at 7,049.5 which was the high of the day, 7049.5, but our low was our close, 6961.8. I'm sure there's something significant about opening on a high and closing on the day's low. Certainly it was a day. Following on from yesterday, 70-odd point fall as well. That's 150 points off in a couple of days as we start to fret about September, and we are seeing some nerves about Jackson Hole. As far as uh, stocks and sectors today, the banks very much bore the brunt of the sell-off. We saw the big bank basket down to $170.77. Westpac was off 2%. CBA off 2%. NAB's off 2%. ANZ did slightly better off 1.7%. We had Macquarie off 3.4% as well. The insurance sector also fading fast. QBE down 1.6%. Suncorp down 2.2%. And IAG down 2%. We did see those 10-year bonds pushing up towards 3.60%, which is a big, big rise there. Fund managers also slightly on the nose. We saw Pendle uh, down a smidge. They were off around 1.7%, but Magellan managed to um, close unchanged. So pretty good performance for Magellan, given their usual problems that they have. In the healthcare sector, again, smacked hard today. CSL down 2%, ResMed down 2.7%, Fisher & Paykel 2.2%, and Cochlear down 2.5%. Also in the industrials, a nasty story there. West Farmers down 1.9%. Transurban falling 1.1%. Brambles having a not a very good reaction to their recent numbers. Uh, 3.5% down. Reese down 3.4%. REITs under pressure as well. Goodman Group down 2.2%. But the damage was really highlighted in the staples today. West Farmers falling 1.9%. But Endeavour, which is pretty much Dan Murphy's and a few pubs, was a shocker today. They fell 12.3%. Supposed to be recession-proof. That is a go-to stock for people that are looking for recession-proofing and interest Oh, inflation proofing, 12.3% down. Uh, Woolworths down 2.9% and Coles down 3.4%. So no good news at all in Staples. Telstra also slipped half a percent. And we saw old school technology down. Real Estate Group, REA down 2.7. Seek down 3.6. Other tech stocks also on the nose. Zero continuing to push lower, down 1.7%. Wise Tech down 1.1% and CPU down 1%. But it was a different tale in the resources today, and they did try and hold in. BHP was the big stock holding up very well, up 0.27%. That's 1.7 index points, up 11 cents. Not so well for Fortescue, which was down 0.3, Rio down 0.6. But it certainly was a pretty good performance, all things considered, in the resource sector today. I guess hopes of stimulus from China and the fact that metal prices generally did not move too much overnight. 
uh, South 32 down 1.5%. And we did see some of the lithium stocks doing okay. Pilbara was up 3.2%. Mineral Resources up 03 Linus, though, we are seeing some downgrades to the rare earth sector at the moment, down 3.5%. Alchem in lithium doing relatively well, up 5.3%. Also doing well today were the oil and gas stocks. Woodside Energy was up 1.9%. Santos up 2.3%. And we saw the coal stocks continuing to push ever higher. Whitehaven up 2.8%. And New Hope up 2.4%. There, so a good day for resources, not a great day if you're in the boring and uh, recession and inflation proof banking sector or staples, which had a bit of a shocker today. Maybe they will have their day back in the sun very shortly. In corporate news, though, it was all about results, results, results for Australia. Altium was the big shocker for the upside, something we wrote about back on the 28th of July, funnily enough. Uh, Altium was up 19.8% ALU, the stock code there. Ansel, gloves were off in that one. ANN up 8.6% has been a bit of a faller uh, over the last few months due to uh, the COVID effects fading. But a good day today for them. Monodelphus, also good numbers from them, up 5.9%. MND doing well today. And Oh My Life, OM Media was up 5.6%. Alchem up 5.3% on not much today. But in other news, we saw uh, in corporate world, Service Stream having another shocker. 17.2% down on their results. Endeavor, we've talked about. ACL went ex-dividend today. 41 cents fell 54 cents, 11.4%. And uh, we also saw Credit Corp falling 6.1% on news of remediation for some of their customers. In Asia, we saw Japan sag around 1.2%. PMI numbers coming out there. And China uh, failing to fire. Hong Kong down 0.8%. In terms of the winners for Grinners today, let's run through the winners on the podium. Splashing the champagne around. Altium, ALU, up nearly that 20%. Ansel doing well, as I said. ANN up 8.6, Monodelphus, MND up 5.9, OML up 5.6%, Alchem up 5.3, Nuren Pharmaceutical doing well today, they were up 4.7%, Adelaide Brighton bouncing back a little bit after that shock loss yesterday, I think they were down around 20% yesterday, they're up 4.5% today, as easy as ABC, and the last but not least was MAD. MAD, Mader Group, up 4.2%. In the naughty corner today, though, we had Service Stream, SSM, down 17.2%. Endeavour, that's Dan Murphy's to you and I, down 12.3%. ACL, falling 11.4%. Telex Pharmaceuticals, down 6.3%. Zip, down 6.1%. ZIP is the code there, and CCP down 6.1%. Judo got the chop today, down 5.8%. JDO is the stock code there. Positive sectors today, well, the oil and gas sector was positive, so were the golds, just eking out a small gain. Newcrest up 0.7%, and Northern Star up 1.9% there. Negative sectors, well, pretty much all of it, really. Banks, financials, healthcare, staples, especially getting walloped today. Tech and telcos. 
the big bank basket down to 170.77 dollars. Uh, the Alltech index down 0.9. ALU saving blushes there. Uh, they did very well today on the back of their better than expected results. Gold a little weaker in Aussie dollar terms, not much, about eight bucks, 25.21. Bitcoin weaker in US dollars, 21,248 US dollars. A fun token. The Aussie dollar currently around 68.86. Ten-year yields pushing higher, 3.59%. And Japan down around 1.2, China down around 0.4, and Hong Kong down around 0.8 of a percent. Currently, we have U.S. futures slip sliding away. There was some uh, positivity in U.S. futures earlier with our market, but it is taking its lead from the Asian session at the moment. We've got Dow futures currently down 122, and Nasdaq down around 90 as well. And the euro has slid to the lowest it's been against the US dollar in two decades. And we'll get on to more news coming out of Europe. Major movers and shakers today. Well, Altium, of course, we had that 20% rise. Uh, Pilbara doing okay, 3.15%. The numbers pleasing there, uh, much of which was known in the quarterly anyway. De Grey had a better day today. They were up 2.8% on the back of a substantial shareholder notice. CAU, one that I was told about the other day by my friend in Melbourne, Kronos Australia, in the medicinal cannabis side of things, but more the back end than the front end, if you know what I mean. They were up 10.9%, so maybe one to have a little look at there. CU6, also doing well today, up 3.6% on the paediatric neuroblastoma trial advancing. And SFX, which is Sheffield, uh, they had their Derby Port Access Agreement signed, or Derby Port Access Agreement signed, down only, unfortunately, down 1.8%. IVZ, uh, we wrote about this one back when it was 22 cents as a stock tipped by my next-door neighbour's mother. It uh, is closed today at 33 cents, up 6.5%. So the moral of that story is listen to your mother. Uh, SSM, of course, results disappointing today, down uh, 17.2%. We also saw Judo chopped down 5.8%. Kogan results today also on the nose, <coughs> showing uh, inventory issues and misreading the market completely, down 6.6%. Did see some profit-taking creep back in into Cobre, which was down 14.9%. That was the speculative stock of the day for two days running. Uh, Sizzle losing 6.2% today, certainly losing its sizzle there. And PRL also uh, down today, down 18.5% on clarification yesterday of the high energy deal. Satire down as well today, 15.5%. We are seeing increased volatility in some of these stocks. I think that's a sign of more volatility to come, but that's certainly tech sell-off hurting satire and speculative stock of the day well done to those that jumped on board this one bph energy which is involved in the pep 11 application for the strategically significant or so they say gas project which was off the coast of newcastle which scott morrison uh, famously or rather infamously as minister for resources uh, knocked back there are hopes that maybe with the latest revelations about the former Prime Minister, that maybe uh, BPH 
Energy can get that project back on track. Up 235.7% today. Uh, that was on volume of 203 million shares as well. They opened today at 1.5 cents. They closed at 4.7 cents. So a big, big day for the punters piling into that one. Uh, that's for sure on the hopes that that PEP 11 ruling could be uh, reversed, I guess. In the news today, let's run through some of the results. ALS, they're expecting first half profits of 157 to 162 versus consensus of 153.9. Uh, Arbcorp, bit disappointing from ARB, which has been a market darling. Full year profit was slightly below expectations at 122 million versus consensus of 123.6. Final dividend, 32 cents fully franked, repeats the outlook and maintains a positive short-term outlook there. Kogan, though, on the nose today. Full year adjusted EBITDA, 18.9 versus preliminary announcement of 19.1. Gross sales, 1.18 billion in line with announcement recently, but no dividend or guidance. Borrell, full year profit, 150 million X items versus a year ago of 251. Stock actually rose today 2.4%. Revenue 3.9 billion versus a year ago 5.35. But this has been a dirty, cloudy result as they have booked a just over billion dollar profit pre-tax on their sale of the North American businesses. Outlook revenue to be higher than FY22. Centre Group. First half funds from operations, 10.58 versus consensus of 10 cents. So not bad there. Interim dividend, 7.5 cents. Endeavour Group came in below consensus. Uh, Full year profit, 4.95 million. Consensus was 4.97.6. Final dividend, 7.7 cents. Estia Health, full year NPATA, E-N-P-A-T-A, 20.4 million versus the year ago of 23.4 million just seeing what Estia did today uh, they were up a whole cent and Nanosonics a full year profit 3.7 consensus was a loss of 2.3 but the stock falling 1.7% today and Breville uh, was pretty much unchanged on their full year EBIT of 156.4 guidance of 156 final dividend 15 cents and uh, two to finish in the resource sector, Pilbara, full year profit, 561.8, uh, good revenue. And uh, the only downside was operating costs between 635 to $700 a dry metric tonne, which was higher than previous. Monodelphus, full year underlying profit, 52.2, consensus, 47.2. So beat their full final dividend of 25 cents. In economic news today, the S&P Global Australian PMI for August manufacturing was 54.5, prior 55.7. And the weekly ANZ Roy Morgan Consumer Confidence improved, finally, up 1.7% to 85.6. Still remains a long way below that 100 level there. In Asian markets today, Japanese PMI manufacturing dropped from 52.1 to 51 in August, services dropped from 50.3 to 49.2, so generally weaker numbers coming out of China. And hundreds have been evacuated from forest fire blazes in China's drought-hit Chongqing province. 
In US and European news, the Saudi Arabian energy minister has said extreme volatility and lack of liquidity mean the futures market is increasingly disconnected from fundamentals. And get this one, OPEC Plus may be forced to cut production. Spare a thought for our UK friends. City economists believe UK inflation could hit 18% next year. Eeyore, you have a problem. Eeyore, of course, refers to Andrew Bailey, who is the glass half empty. In fact, no glass at all. Chancellor of um, Governor of the Bank of England. And the UK is fast becoming a submerging market. Some analysts, some economists have suggested that rates in the UK will have to go to 7% to counter this inflation. Meanwhile, Olaf Schultz is in Canada to plead for more gas. And Israel has raised rates by the most in 20 years to 2% to combat inflation at over 5%, to bring it back into their 1% to 3% range. And the Adidas CEO has resigned unexpectedly. And part of the problem that the ECB has got with inflation running at 8% plus in the Eurozone, some countries far higher, of course, is that many countries in the ECB have got bond rates way in excess of Germany. Italian 10-year yields at the moment, with an election in the wings, I think September the 3rd is the Italian election, 4.56%. Bear in mind, the ECB says that it's doing all it can to rein in European inflation, so much so that they've lifted interest rates to, wait for it, remember, 0%. Well done, Christine Lagarde. You're doing a fabulous job over there. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening. (laughs) 